Llegó la venta en Vuelve la Alegría de JCPenney. Completa tu lista de regalos y ahorra 25% extra con el cupón de esta semana. O ahorra hasta 80% en joyería fina con ofertas Redbow después del cupón. Visita Sephora dentro de JCPenney y encuentra las marcas de belleza y perfumes que les encantan. Y aprovecha y entrega tu auto. Juntos en celebración y paz. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas del 20 al 24 de diciembre. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Sephora se excluye de los cupones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com. Hey parents, need childcare for your busy bee? Do you want a childcare subsidy? To apply, you need MyGov ID. The National Childcare Scheme opens on Wednesday the 20th of November. You will need to apply online using a verified MyGov ID account. Get yours now so that you're ready to apply when the scheme opens. To find out about eligibility and learn more, visit ncs.gov.ie. <laughs> a Government of Ireland initiative brought to you by the Department of Children and Youth Affairs. Curling fans, you've come to the one place with everything you need to know involving USA Curling and more. It's the 12th In Sports Network's The Extra Extra In Podcast with hosts Price Atkinson and Jenna Martin. Get ready for everything you need to know. News, interviews, points of view, club spotlights, and more. Anything involving USA Curling can be found here. It's the Extra Extra In Podcast with the 12th In Sports Network. Now, here are Price and Jenna. All right, welcome into the Extra Extra Podcast, the 12th in Sports Network, and I'm Price Atkinson, and she is Jenna Martin. We are doing this live for the first time, and I say live loosely because we are doing it recorded, obviously, as a podcast, but we are live together here sitting inside the Pictou County Wellness Centra as Americans would call it, for the Grand Slam of Curling's Tour Challenge Tier 1, Tier 2. Swap dark nights for twinkling lights this winter with great value flights from Aer Lingus. Hop across to the UK and enjoy a weekend break in London or Birmingham from only $25.99 one way, including taxes and charges. Or enjoy other great European deals and stroll around a festive Milan or Madrid. Or feel the glow at the Christmas markets of Berlin. Smart bags a winter getaway. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Book now at aerlingus.com. Offer subject to conditions and availability. We got Tier 1 right in front of us and right behind us. In the other arena is the Tier 2 event, Jenna. But Jenna is here with us this week, helping us out with Curling Zone and social media. But more importantly, we are recording this podcast as it's mid-Friday afternoon. Jenna, how are you this afternoon? I'm good. We're getting by. What a grind it's been, huh? Yeah, it's been fun. So um, spending your Friday, did you kind of anticipate you might be spending a Friday afternoon on November the 8th in uh, Nova Scotia? Never. I mean, maybe a year ago when I was still active in curling, but having quit in uh, June, I didn't expect to be back in Canada during the cold months, uh, probably ever again. But here we are. So what has it been like uh, kind of being on the other side? I mean, you're used to playing. You played at this event last year. Yeah. In Thunder Bay, we were there, the Tier 1, Tier 2 event. Mm-hmm. You played not in the Tier 2 event. You were with the big dogs in Tier 1 playing on Corey's team. But, you know, is it weird being on the other side? Have you had fun, like, being on the other side? Have you felt the urge to get back <laughs> down on the ice? Um, so what's it like being behind the scenes? It's honestly mind-blowing I kept saying this and I feel so naive and I don't want to feel I don't want you to feel like I'm underestimating all the work that you do but my mind is blown how hard you guys work <laughs> uh just from everything seeing Jerry Gertz running the stats um, seeing you with all the social media accounts it's crazy how much goes into these events 
Folks, she was not paid to say that. I promise. <laughs> she was not paid. Well, she's getting paid, but she was not paid in any way, shape, or form or pressured with a knife to, to say that. But it has been awesome having you here because there's no way to have done what we're doing without you. So, and, you know, without you, we wouldn't be able to, to cover the U.S. teams that are here. John Schuster and uh, Nina Roth here playing in the Tier 1 event. And then behind us this week, the Young Bucks in Coach, or not Coach, Richie Ruinen, Team, uh, what well, used to be Team Persinger, obviously now Team Ruinen. They're over in the Tier 2. We'll get to the Tier 2 here in a second, Jenna. But, um, you know, a lot of fun we've had. But really the story out of the gate, I think, so far here at the Tour Challenge, the second Grand Slam of the event, event of the season has been what uh, I, we call them Team Roth. It yeah. is Nina's team. But now skipped by Tab Peterson, they went 4-0. and They ran roughshod, got a little dicey against Anderson at the very end in their last round robin game this morning. But by and large, they have run over the field undefeated. Uh, they are sitting pretty as they head into the quarterfinals tomorrow. Yeah, they've been an absolute treat to watch. I don't know how else to say it. Um, Tab has nerves of steel out there, man, and it is really fun to see. Um, coming into the event, I was kind of questioning how they were going to do. Um, just because they've had so much change throughout the past year. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Eileen being out and then now Nina stepping away uh, for maternity <coughs> leave. Um, but in all of their interviews and just talking to the girls after the games, they've been prepping for this for a long time. And yep. they're it seems like a flawless transition. So I'm excited to see how they do in the playoffs. Yeah, so uh, Team Roth, 4-0. They are done. They've played this morning. They have had the afternoon, the night off. And the only other team that can get to 4-0 on the women's side is Silvana Tiranzoni with their last game coming up here in a little bit. Uh, Satsuki Fujisawa is 3-1 on a Hasselborg, 3-1. Uh, uh, Tracy Flurry can get to 3-1, but that's the closest. Uh, if if Silvana Tiranzoni loses in just a little bit, their final game is coming up against Team Sturm from Switzerland. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, you will know the result. But, I mean, it's just phenomenal. Watching Tab, you know, skip this team, watched her over in Korea. I mean, you've played with her, against her, but I've watched her just in the hack and the way she's had some big shots, pressure shots. It feels like confidence is, just seems to be growing with every game, with every big shot. And she has made some big shots. She did in Korea, but she's made some big ones here, including that one where they almost let it get away this morning against Team Anderson. Yeah, I mean, they really stuck with it this morning. They had a five-point lead early on. Uh, Tab had a bunch of tough shots, but I think, too, the team around her really helps build up her confidence. They're a really good support system. Their team dynamics are have been years in the making. So, uh, yeah, I expect big things from them in the playoffs, and uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, excited to, to watch them. And on the men's side right now, uh, a big game coming up for Team Schuster. They got a, uh, a five-baller there yesterday afternoon uh, as they got a big win over um, uh, Team DeCruz, who has struggled here, DeCru Peter DeCruz and Benoit Schwartz and the guys from Switzerland. Um, they haven't won a game. They finished 0-4, but a big win for John because that puts them at 2-1, and one, and their draw shot uh, is they pinned, they pinned it three times with John Landsteiner's last uh, shot coming up. But Team Schuster are going to play this evening in the nightcap. They're going to have Team Cooey, and boy, what should be a really good game because K Team Cooey right now is undefeated. They're one of four, or excuse me, three men's teams undefeated. Brendan Botcher finished 4-0 undefeated. Brad Gushu is 3-0. Kevin Cooey is 3-0. But a win for Schuster guarantees that they're in. Even a loss with their draw shot, they're probably in and likely to maybe even avoid 
tiebreaker games. Yeah, I'm hoping to see a packed crowd tonight. This has got to be a big one for Cooey, too, especially losing to Schuster twice in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. um, so now we're back on Canadian turf, Canadian soil. So I'm excited to see this place fill up. Hopefully Schuster can pull it out. But like you said, Price, even if they don't, I feel like they still might have a way in with a good LSD. What do you think about this facility here? Uh, you know, last year we were in Truro. I don't think you were there. Truro was, I love the Maritimes. I love Nova Scotia. I love it here. I think it's just fantastic. The people are as kind and hospitable here as, you know, you hear a lot about Newfoundland. I think if they're every bit as kind uh, here in the Maritimes. I lost my wallet. I'm, I'm not going to recount that story again. <laughs> but um, I did lose a credit card this week that Jenna found. So she hey, is hey. the MVP regardless. Uh, she's been the MVP in many ways this week. But you know, it's been a little bit more sparsely attended because you. We talked about North Bay last one of the last podcasts we did. Boy, North Bay was unbelievable. The record crowds they had, but it's been a little bit sparse here. But still, decent energy. But the weekend is now officially here. The weekend is here. It's always tough because slams start on a Tuesday. Um, there's draws throughout the entirety of the day. So we'll see some school classes come in, grade school. Um, we've had very large numbers for volunteers running the stats. So obviously, big thanks to them. This couldn't happen without them. Um, but it's Friday night. Big game. Cooey's on the ice. Canadians yep. love their Kevin Cooey. So I expect to see big numbers this, this weekend, too. So taking a step back, looking at the teams that have been here, who do you think is the crowd favorite? I mean, obviously, this is still Gushu territory. you got to think that he is the favorite here. I mean, would you say Jones maybe on the women's side? Oh, that's a tough question. Gushu for sure on the men's. Um, I don't know. Yeah, obviously the crowd favorites are your Holman, Holman and Jones for sure. Um, other than that, I don't know. You're taking my picture, and I'm I am shutting down. <laughs> I'm taking photos right now, Jenna. You can do so many things at one time, and at the minute I break out the camera, you, you're about to have an audience show up here, too, with people as we're recording, and you're turning a deep shade of apple my red as I say that. Sweating. Oh, my goodness. You probably want to shoot me that I even asked you to do this. We're sitting, like, middle, basically center ice inside the big arena. It's between draws, uh, between the, basically literally the middle of the day for us because we've already had two. We've got about oh, 45, 50 minutes before the next draw, and we've got you know obviously two more today so you can kill me during the break because we will take a break you talked to Sean Baton the new coach of team Schuster who you know joking with him in, in all seriousness he's the coach of the reigning men's Olympic gold medalist yeah and I think it's interesting you know that he's younger than I think younger than at least what maybe two of them uh, but decide to step away from curling and you know get involved you know behind the scenes and coach and John made the comment to me a couple weeks back that that Sean was the perfect thing he was exactly what we were looking for and I didn't ask him to elaborate but I thought it was interesting you talked to him what did he what did you guys talk about yeah so he might be younger than the guys on the team but uh they they sought him out they mm -hmm. they obviously respect Sean as an athlete as a person they appreciate his opinion and his perspective on the game um, Sean gave me a lot of good information. He kind of explained his transition from player to coach, mm -hmm. and he provided some stories that, you know, I had no idea what was going on in his personal life, and it was really nice to hear from him and, and see what it's like on the other side because a lot of people don't know. A lot of people are afraid to step away from the game. FOMO, it's a real thing. So yep. I, I really enjoyed my conversation with Sean. 
Yeah, we'll bring you that uh, conversation that Jenna had with Coach Baton, Sean Baton, out of the greater Seattle area. He's going to be actually, tells us he's had a home a little bit early. <laughs> His trip, a lot further home than mine, but we can commiserate because we got to have, he and I, two connections. You only, how many did you have here? Just one? Just Toronto one. And, yep. See, you're lucky. Yep. Lucky, lucky. But when we come back, we'll bring you that interview that Jenna did with Sean Baton. We'll come back for one final segment because we want to talk about the Tier 2 side of things because it's not just what's going on over here in this side of the arena at the Picto Wells, Picto County Wellness Centra. And, yes, I know it's center, but I still see T-R-E at the end, and I think Centra, Jenna. I'm sorry. They're the Yanks that were brought in here, and I'm proud to be one. Yeah. <laughs> you I'd, have like a, to, I'd like to hear you say that five times fast. All right. So when we come back, we'll have that interview with Sean Baton, with Jenna K. Martin, the star of the Extraction Podcast. And then we'll be back for the final segment, abbreviated edition, but one nonetheless coming to you from Nova Scotia, site of the Tour Challenge, the Grand Slam, the Tour Challenge, Tier 1, Tier 2, second slam of the season. We'll be right back here on the Extraction Podcast with the 12th in Sports Network. So many games to muddle through. Who's looking for an angle? Who's looking for an upset? We're looking for it every week as part of Three Dog Thursday. Hi, I'm TJ Reeves. Join me for the only digital radio show that is devoted exclusively to picking those underdogs. My co-host Kevin Rogers is a senior handicapper from VegasInsider.com, and we do a great job of analyzing and predicting at least three underdogs to look for every week college football and in the pros plus when the college basketball season rolls around we got to keep picking underdogs all the way through the final four it's three dog thursday subscribe to our podcast at itunes stitcher and google podcast and when picking those underdogs in the football and college basketball season remember our podcast three dog thursday we now continue with the extra extra in podcast here again are price and jenna all right, welcome back into the Extra Action Podcast with the 12th in Sports Network. Promise you an interview here with Sean Baton, the coach, the new coach of Team Schuster. Jenna caught up with Sean just a little bit earlier. Here's what Sean had to say about his new role behind the scenes as the coach of Team Schuster. Okay, for this week's guest on the Extra Extra N Podcast, we have Sean Baton. Some of you might know him from the High Performance Program. Some of you might recognize him for his um, outrageously good looks. And now you might know him in his most recent role, coach of Team Schuster. Sean, welcome to the podcast. How, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. Thanks for having me on. Certainly. So we wanted to have you on for a couple of reasons. Uh, you recently stepped away from being an athlete of the high performance program. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what led you to that decision? Yeah, um, so a few things were going on in my personal life. Uh, my father actually passed away in the springtime, uh, and I didn't really have the motivation to get back on the ice. Uh, and then I got a call in the summertime from Chris. Uh, he's been a competitor and actually a good friend of mine uh, for a long time and unexpectedly asked me to coach him. And I was a little taken aback, obviously, because I played against him for the better part of a decade. And I thought it was a pretty unique opportunity. Um, you know, I wasn't obviously intending to play, but um, a chance to kind of go into a totally different role in the sport uh, and something that I've never really done before, but had obviously interest in developing, uh, you know, as a, as a person and as a player, I thought it'd be a cool opportunity to help a group of guys that, you know, have been to the Olympics, have won the Olympics, that want to continue uh, getting better and 
it's something that I always wanted as a player uh, and to help them uh, try to achieve uh, these goals, you know, be the number one team in the world, win a slam, win multiple slams. Uh, I thought that was a pretty, uh, pretty unique opportunity, one that I couldn't really say no to. So. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. I don't think we've talked since the passing of your dad, so thanks for sharing that. Um, it's got to be tough, but curling always kind of has a way of picking you up sometimes when you need it most. So I'm glad that you're still around and involved in the program in one way or another. I have to ask, were you a little bit intimidated taking on this role? I mean, obviously we know Team Schuster as being the 2018 gold medalist. You had, sorry to bring this up, lost to them in the Olympic trials. Um, so what was that dynamic like, stepping into the coaching role? Uh, I honestly didn't know what to expect because I wasn't really close with John. Like, I didn't know him very well. And I know uh, as a coach, you know, you're, you're probably, you're, most interactions you're having is with the skip of the team. You know, you're talking about um, in-game strategy. You're talking about preparation. You're talking about how to get the most out of your teammates. You know, it's, curling's a unique sport where the skip is much like a quarterback where you have obviously the the responsibility of guiding your team in game to uh, make the most shots possible and to play the right shots but also you're almost uh, in a coaching role yourself as a skip so that's one thing that was a, a big unknown for me I really didn't know John that well off the ice at all um, you know I always like competing against him and you knew that you weren't going to get many strategy mistakes out of him so that's something as a player that I always respected and going in as a coach uh, when you have your skip that you know is honestly not going to make a lot of strategy mistakes and you can focus on other parts of the game. Um, I think that was one of the reasons I also said yes because this isn't a team that I'm like I have to teach how to slide or that I, <laughs> I have to teach basic strategy to. It's a team that I need to figure out how to get them from you know a top 15 team in the world to a top five team in the world and that sort of development is is pretty interesting so yeah for sure what would you say is has been kind of like the most surprising part about working with them obviously they're all very talented athletes are there any things that you've noticed behind the scenes that you never picked up on when you were playing them anything dynamic personality wise yeah so I think the main thing that shocked me was their coachability um and it's it's not that I thought that they were you know debutantes or anything like that it's just when you win an Olympic gold medal you think that there's there's this connotation that you you know how to play the game and you're the best team but they're so coachable and they're so willing to get better that's something that was more unexpected um for me as a coach is like you know we can have tough conversations with them you know about things that happen in game uh, and you can give them feedback from like some some sweeping tweaks we've had, you know, curling in America that I mentioned to a couple players, all the way to um, just small things to focus on in practice. And they're very receptive, and they want the feedback, and they want to get better. So that's that's something that just was a nice surprise is how coachable the whole team is. That's a really good point. So we're in Nova Scotia right now at a slam, and I think that um, especially after winning the gold medal, Schuster's whole team kind of built up this reputation of being, I don't know if I want to say stubborn or what exactly the, world, the word is, but um, when you have a, a distaste for Schuster or kind of this, um, I don't know, inherent dislike for him because of the fact that he won a medal, um, I think it's hard for a lot of people to see past that and how likable and, and coachable and fun that group of guys is. So um, 
let's end with this. Do you have any regrets about stepping away from the playing side of curling? Are you missing it? What's it like being on the other side? Uh, it's weird. <laughs> I notice that it feels like you have more, sounds bizarre, but more free time for some reason between games. You know, you're not exhausted from having swept six rocks and end for eight ends or having three game days. You know, you're behind the glass. So it, physically, it's a lot different. There's not a lot of uh, physical effort being put in. Uh, mentally, though, you get a, I would say it's actually more stressful watching games than playing in them, so that's weird. Uh, as far as, you know, not, not playing this year, um, you know, the last few years have been, you know, sort of strange when you're not the team that's on top. Like, Schuster's been on top for basically five years with random teams thrown in uh, when they haven't either played nationals or when they've... Uh, you know, been upset at nationals, but for the most part, Schuster as a skip has been the dominant skip for four or five years consecutively almost. So uh, when you're not the top and you continually get second or third or fourth, uh, it's hard to find the motivation to come back. You know, when I was 24, 25, it was a whole different story because you're trying to prove yourself and you're young and you have the energy and then now I'm in my 30s and uh, it just it seemed like a good time to take a step away and it's not saying that I'm not going to play again but I'm not going to play again in the near future so yeah that really resonates with me I have uh, more silver and bronze medals at the national level than I care to admit to um, but thanks so much for sharing this experience with us and we wish you nothing but the best in this new role new opportunity very exciting thank you all right, Jenna, that was awesome. A great interview there with Sean. Uh, appreciate him. You didn't have to twist his arm too much and, and ask him to do it. I think he scoffed when he said, oh, you're, you just want me because I'm standing here? I'm convenient? Yeah, poor guy. We were running through the list of people we wanted to talk to while we were up here in Halifax, and uh, he was right next to us, so how could we not? He was. So good interview, awesome job there. When we come back, we'll wrap it up with our final segment here on the Extra Extra Podcast with the 12th End Sports Network. Anything and everything involving USA curling and more is here on the Extra Extra In podcast. Here again are Price and Jenna. All right, final segment here on the Extra Extra In podcast with the 12th In Sports Network. Price Atkinson, Jenna K. Martin is bopping to the tunes here that you hear behind us. Ice prep underway for the 4 o'clock session here at the Grand Slam of Curling's Tour Challenge at the Picto County Wellness Center in New Glasgow, Nova Scotia. And for those of you listening right now that have no idea where New Glasgow is, I didn't have a freaking clue, honestly, before uh, the morning of flying here. We flew into Halifax, Mm -hmm. and it's about an hour, maybe just over an hour, maybe an hour and 10 minutes, something like that, Jenna, from the Halifax airport, straight shot north. And you know something, I tell you, if Sunday, the weather is not good outside, but if it clears up, yeah, it'll be cold as hell, but without a team, if, and I'm saying if, I am dying to get on the ferry, take the uh, 70-minute ferry ride, which is only 10 minutes from here, over to PEI in Charlottetown, because I've never been to Charlottetown. It's home of the famous Robbie Doherty, somebody (laughs) you've got to meet, who is the operations director with uh, the Grand Slam of Curling, is really the responsible for all the setup here. I've never been to this part of Nova Scotia, but I've never been to PEI. I'm secretly kind of hoping I want to have a finalist on Sunday, but if we don't, it would be a really nice consolation prize. Yeah, sounds like a great plan B. (laughs) 
but you unfortunately are not going to be able to do that. You're headed home on Saturday. So we won't be able to do that together, but we've had a fun time together. And, and let me just say this too. Thank you so very much, really seriously, because you coming here has been beyond a lifesaver for being able to do what we do behind the scenes and helping promote the teams, their brands, um, scores, uh, what's happening, you know, trying to bring, because obviously back in the States, everybody does not get Sportsnet. Very few do. You can buy the online package if you want to watch the games. I think it's $100 for the season. Six Grand Slam events, obviously f- only four after this. But still, you can watch curling if you want to buy it that way. But this is an opportunity where we kind of continue to try and bring the sport home when it's not on NBC Sports. It's not Curling Night in America, which will be starting in January. But uh, seriously, it's just fantastic to have you here and get the chance for us to come together and break bread Finally. over a microphone. Finally. Finally. So, but we'll dispense with those thank yous because I'll thank you again before we get out of here. But we've got the tier two to talk about because Richie yes. and the Young Bucks are next door. Right now, I, maybe the way to put it is last night is when things kind of turned because you were really watching those games, that game over there. I believe they were both 1-0 going into it. No, excuse me. Richie was 0-1. Corey was 1-0. Richie's cruising. Both skips didn't play that great, but Richie's cruising, what, up 5-2, to two, gets three late for Corey does. The Young Bucks get an extra, and then Corey gets in the hack, and I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, so uh, Young Bucks had to score three in the eighth end with Hammer to tie it up, Um, and they did, which was awesome. They played a really good ninth end, too. Their extra end was really well executed. Um, Corey got in the hack to throw his last shot. They were set up really nicely, and he just came a little bit heavy. I mean, you see it all the time, the excitement, the anticipation. I think that they were the last game on the ice at the time, so... Maybe a little bit of nervousness, too. People from the Tier 1 arena had filed into the Tier 2 to just watch the game finish up. Um, so a tough loss for them, for sure. They, they looked frustrated out there yesterday playing against Runin, and then again this morning just getting some tough breaks. It seems like they're just kind of on the wrong side of the inch, so hopefully they can get, get it together before their game tonight. They're in a must-win situation. Yeah, both teams are in, I mean, really must-win situations because I – Talking to talking to Coach Pete Annis, Richie's coach, I believe their draw shot isn't great, but Richie and Team Ruinen are two and one. A win, they're in. A loss, and they're at two and two in the log jam that you never want to be in a two and two log jam when it comes down to draw shot, especially if you're not confident in yours. But you mentioned Corey Dropkin and uh, the Young Bucks. They are against coming up against Team Sturme uh, on Sheedy while Richie's playing Tanner Horgan. But, but Corey and the Young Bucks have got to get a win to even just get to 2-2 two and two and just pray from there. How about the Young Bucks lids that have taken this place by storm? <laughs> you got to love it. They're a good-looking uh, ball cap that they have going on, and we saw it on – who did we see it on? Haji? Uh, I think Corey might have uh, done some provoking to get Carly, the sports psychologist, to wear it during their game. We saw it on Jerry Gertz. Uh, they're circulating, that's for sure. <laughs> Hot item. And if you want to get one of those Young Bucks, in, in addition to maybe a, a Men of Curling calendar from young Corey Dropkin, I'm sure he'd be happy to oblige. I'm sure he'd be more than pleased to maybe drop in an extra photograph, a behind-the-scenes photograph, but certainly an autograph of his of his page in the calendar for you. But uh, Send them a DM on Twitter. Reach out to the Young Bucks. Let them know if you do want a calendar from Corey because all proceeds are going to charities with 
uh, in, I'll, be, I'll tell you, Jen, I haven't even seen the damn thing yet. I have you seen either. it? No, Come I haven't on. either. I, I talked to the Young Bucks a little bit the first night we got here, too. And I asked them all for their favorite picture, and they kind of gave me a, a glazed-over stare. And I'm like, oh, so you haven't seen it either. <laughs> I, I Something, I'm just shocked that you would not run out to go find your copy of Corey Dropkin in all his glory in whatever his spread was. I, just, I know. I've heard good things about it, so I'll have to touch base with Corey here within the next day or so and get my hands on that and a Young Bucks hat, too. I'm goading you. I really wanted to goad Corey because he made me pay 12 damn dollars for his Young Bucks lid. I'm like, dude, for all I do for you, you're not going to hook a brother up. So I decided to make a donation to Team McEwen and uh, put it on Haji and said, Haji, hey, Wear this when you play Schuster. And so he wore it, like you said. He wore it against uh, John and them the other night, to which I think it was Matt Hamilton or Chris Plyce. One of the two flipped it off. They saw it <laughs> as they were doing the handshake after the intro. He didn't like it a bit. And I was like, you know, hey, I'm still getting a photo. And, of course, what does Corey do later at night? He doesn't do it on the team account. He takes his own personal account and is talking about how the – Young Bucks' new black lid is taking the facility, the Grand Slam of curling by storm, with pictures of Jerry, John Epping, Colin Hodson. You know what? I just have fun making fun of Corey. I know. It's too easy, but you got to love him. He, <laughs> he puts his heart on his sleeve, and he, he really has good intentions, and he wants the best for his team, too. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's fun to see the hat circulating around this arena. Yeah, it does. So wishing all our all our teams the best of luck, and and hopefully we'll have several that that can find their way into the playoffs. And you know, outside of that, uh, we've got more pizza to eat before you leave. Oh, the Picto yes. County Pizza Joint has just been fantastic. Uh, brown sauce on pizza, Jenna. We've had it almost every night for a nightcap. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Uh, phenomenal. I've been trying to figure out a good way to pitch it to the teams too. I tell them that every night in Nerd HQ we have this brown sauce pizza, and I think I lose them at the word brown. So I got to come up with a better uh, describing word for that. But yes, it's phenomenal. Hopefully, we dive in again tonight. Yep, it is fantastic. We will do it again, and we will do this podcast again. That's going to do it for us here. I know it's a little bit of a abbre- abbreviated edition. We got work to do. We got. Uh, Grand Slam uh, games coming up here. Two more. Again, John Schuster is coming up tonight. Nina Roth is in the quarterfinals tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. game central time locally back back in the States. But if you want to watch it, if you want to subscribe, you can go to thegrandslamofcurling.com. You can buy a season pass and watch all the games on Sportsnet uh, right there. Uh, but we'll continue bringing it to you with all the, the team account, social media that we're doing here from New Glasgow, Nova Scotia. But Jenna has been phenomenally fantastic working with you, having you as not a sidekick, but as a partner doing this. But again, that smile on your face <laughs> that is wide. When we're finishing up, I promised that we would finish up before you drew a crowd over here yes. for Jenna K. Martin Autograph Night on Friday here at uh, the Pictou County Wellness uh, Arena. But, uh, you know, that's it. We'll do it again next week. We're going to have some other interviews. You're going to catch up with uh, maybe Eileen Geving. We're going to talk with Corey Jopkin, Joe Polo. Some other interviews that we're going to record and bring those to you over the next couple weeks. Obviously, we've got the holidays coming up. We'll sprinkle. We'll find a way to podcast and get some stuff in between now and then. But uh, for Jenna, I'll let Jenna, you take us out, please. Okay. How am I going to do this? First of all, thank you so much for having me. This has been such an incredible experience. I loved learning from you and and uh, finally, you're starting to delegate me some tasks. I feel like you felt... Finally? Finally. Keep me busy. Price runs around these arenas like a madman. So 
you want to reach out to Price, give him a big thank you for everything he does for USA Curling, as well as the teams who he runs social media for. It's really, really awesome. So thank you, Price. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks for being with us on this edition of the Extra Extra In Podcast with Price Atkinson and Jenna Martin. Follow the 12th In Sports Network crew on Twitter and Facebook to stay up to date on news, guests, and upcoming episodes of the Extra Extra In Podcast. And contact us for more information on how to join the 12th In Sports Network. Childcare for your busy bee? Do you want a childcare subsidy? To apply, you need MyGovID. The National Childcare Scheme opens on Wednesday, the 20th of November. You will need to apply online using a verified MyGovID account. Get yours now so that you're ready to apply when the scheme opens. To find out about eligibility and learn more, visit ncs.gov.ie. <laughs> a Government of Ireland initiative brought to you by the Department of Children and Youth Affairs. The very first is followed quickly by which may lead to a resulting in one or two and a great deal of all of which adds to the thrill of greyhound racing book your complete christmas party package from as little as 29.50 per person at gogreyhoundracing.ie that's your venue food drink crack and good deed sorted because 10 percent of the price of your package goes to the greyhound care fund